snow comes sideways, the dock's not been shoveled, it's treacherous down on the float. We'll skiff from the warehouse, warm up the galley, maybe we'll shovel the boat. That old cotton deer, it's a little bit stiff, salt water freezing on deck. You could toss out the bag, throw over the anchor, that skate of gear's not gonna set. the lines this trip they'll forever live setting and baiting some old cotton gear hauling it over the ship that was alec mcmurrin singing an original song Welcome to Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with Alec McMurrin about the annual Fisher Poets Gathering. Welcome, Alec. Thank you very much, Kari. Well, I'm so excited to have you on today. Um, we've been talking about Fisher Poets, and you can you tell us what Fisher Poets Gathering is? Fisher Poets Gathering. And... I'll just start off to uh, uh, no sense reinventing the wheel. And uh, so I'll start off with kind of a, the, the way it's described starting out this year. A celebration of commercial fishing industry in poetry, prose, and song. The Fisher Poets Gathering has attracted Fisher Poets and their fans to Astoria, Oregon, the last weekend of February since 1998. And that is what it reads at the beginning, I think, of the website and the shout out for performers. It's a funny thing they said that. I actually thought that they, this year, there was some uh, talk about moving it a week up in the next month, just because the weather gets a little bit better around that time of year, you know, just week to week. And, uh, and it can have a lot to do with uh, the attendance there in Astoria because oh. <laughs> it could be snowing, you know, and but people still come, um, but not as many. And then this year, um, 
of course, it would be right. The, the crab season didn't open down there till quite late. It just opened down there, and they, I, I would think they have it kind of scheduled in there to where the crab season might be slowing down just a little bit. But that's what it says, and and I would say it's a hundred or more or less fisher poets, skippers, deckhands, cannery workers, shipwrights from all over the world. They gather for two days to share amongst themselves, to present to a general audience and create poetry, prose, and song. And uh, poetry, prose, and song, you know, that's a, mm, the, uh, the lines get crossed there quite a bit. It's, it's kind of a loose arrangement. Um, the, the idea of it's a general public if I remember right, last year there I was in a in a room. There was about 120 people in that room, and uh, the guy that was presenting up there asked for a show of hands. Uh, raise your hands if you're a fisherman. And I think five people raised their hands. And oh. yeah, and I, I I was surprised myself. Arnold Dingy was in the back room and he did not raise his hand, but so there may have been a few others here also that weren't really, you know, didn't feel like participating, but um, that sort of tells you the story. It's really a, a, it's, you know, a lot of Fisher poets, but there's way more people there that are just from the general audience, maybe to peek in a little bit, they may know something a little bit about, you know, the industry, um, have some connection to it one way or the other, but, but generally speaking, it's just uh, more of a um, people that are not fishermen or involved in the commercial fishing industry. And that are listening. Yeah, they just come to listen. They just yeah. Listen. But yeah. The, the people that are performing generally are fishermen. They are from the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And so what inspired you to join? And how long have you been attending this? Well, I've been attending, I think, since about 2014. Um, but let me go back for just a minute and, okay. and set the stage here a little bit for where this takes place. It's, uh, it's in Astoria, and Astoria is a pretty interesting place. It's, uh, it's got this piece of architecture that they call the column. And it's way up on the top of a mountain up there. Astoria is a steep town in parts. So if you just wind up the streets there and you get to the column, and then it's, I don't know what it is, it must be like 100 feet high. It's this thing that you can crawl up into and look all about. And what you see when you get up there is, of course, the Columbia River, the source of you know so many King salmon over the years and uh, the, the industry. But also then on the other side, there's the Lewis and Clark River and the Young's River. And you're just right in the middle of this huge waterscape. Oh, wow. It's a salty, salty flavor. The whole thing just smells like an old musty bunk out of an old wood boat. <laughs> it, is, it is a seriously salty environment. Um, there's the Maritime Museum, 
you can buy fish and chips out of an old uh, trunk cabin trawler that's uh, sitting up on a trailer there in a parking lot. The theme of the thing is definitely, there's a railroad tracks that run down next to where the canneries are or used to be and now where the breweries are. <laughs> there's quite a few breweries as, as you can imagine in order to get that many people in town and to have, what is it, six or seven venues. Um, it's a, uh, it's kind of gone that way. It sounds like a very good time. It's a tremendous time. Yeah. It's, uh, the atmosphere really gives itself to um, summoning a certain mindset. And I think maybe that's part of the attraction for people, for a general audience is, uh, you know, they, they kind of get to participate oh, okay. vicariously in the whole, vicariously and also just get the whole feel of the thing. All over town, you can hear the sea lions barking down underneath the docks at the warehouse. They're singing to each other constantly down there. It's amazing. It's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's, it's somewhat frightening. Well, and how did you hear about Fisher Poets? I heard about it from Dennis Burrell. Because Dennis Burrell, he was a he, he was a main contributor down there. He's uh, you know he's a natural storyteller and uh um and a mind for details so uh he was uh he'd been performing down there for quite a while i can't tell you really how long and he would be uh like a master of ceremonies down there in the venue and and uh so he would sort of run the show for the night at the one particular venue and uh so Dennis, I worked for Dennis, you know, for off and on and, uh, you know, had a shrimp trawler too. And Dennis had a shrimp trawler. So kind of buddies out on the fish grounds a little bit, had some influence on each other. And he influenced me to, to finally, to, to take an interest in it and to set myself up with an audition, so, you know, which, and it, so it starts right off. You understand that, um, that, there's a there's a wide variety of of uh, styles and and uh, levels of accomplishment for it's a it's a family affair so um, it's a uh, they 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 encourage greenhorns greatly so I would it was easy for me to uh, to audition and to uh, to find a spot down there I mean they just said oh yeah you can come <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. You fit the you fit the, the image there. And I love I love on the site where it lists all the performers that are performing. And um all the greenhorns are listed in green ink. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. And I I suppose I should say that this year Fisher Poets is um because of the pandemic is gonna be online. And it's three nights. It's the 25th, 26th, and 27th of February, and, um, and it's free to anybody who wants to attend. And you um, can get the links at fisherpoets.org if you want to listen live to that performance. This will be a new experience for sure because it's such, it's such an organic sort of a hands-on rubbing shoulders with and, a, and kind of a mad production 
because you know they they rev it up and they let it go and 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 it's and it and it kind of has to get to the end of it somehow or another. <laughs> but it's not always real smooth and polished. And it's, this is fun that you mentioned that they that they they highlight the greenhorns in green because I mean it's it's only just for fun, you know. There's I can think of no other reason to do that. Yeah. So, but I, but. I, as you know, I play my guitar and I sing songs and I write some, you know, I, so that's why I'm a fisher poet. But there's the greenhorns. I was a greenhorn once. They might be um, like a, a young woman back from her uh, first experience in Bristol Bay. Mm -hmm. And so she would be a greenhorn. And the, the, and that's, and but there's but there's no telling. They probably maybe wouldn't put her up on the main stage there at the Liberty Theater on the night that they're going to broadcast it to the world. But other than that, um, the audiences are also, uh, you know, it's all it's such a friendly thing. You you never know what you're going to see. Um, it might be something profound that'll just shake you to your boots, <laughs> or it might be you know remind you of something your little sister might do, or. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, I, I feel like it's like a, kind of like a day at the circus, you know, you have <laughs> your, it's your birthday and you get to go to the circus with all your friends. And then you come home and you have a great time and great memories. And you go to school on Monday and the English teacher asks you to write a paper on it <laughs> and you get an A. I mean, people are going to clap for you. Yeah. It's a it's a very welcoming and warm um, and uh, atmosphere in general, and it, it's um, it's real elastic, you know. It, it it's between it, it goes between that sort of experience, and then there's uh, other people that um, that that have a serious interest in presenting a powerful, profound uh, representation of what their experience might be in the fishing industry and which there's a lot of opportunity for powerful and profound experience in. So a lot of heroism. And in 2014, Fisher Poets put out an anthology titled Anchored in the Deep, and it includes seven books. And so it's Every Boat Has a Wave, Family Dynamic, For the Love of Fish, Gathering, Illusions of Separateness, Making Waves, and Mending Holes. And we have a copy of this at the library if you ever want to check it out. But I, I was reading it and one of the things, there's a lot of people that are just interested in poetry and like to write poetry. And the people are fishermen, but I was looking at some of the biographies in the back, just the bios of the people who are writing. And there's, um, there's a lot of people with degrees in English and literature, I noticed. And there's, um, but they also there, they also have degrees in biology. <laughs> and, you know, and they're fishermen. And, um, and yeah, some of the stuff, I like what you said there about some of the stuff is really profound. And then some of it is hilarious. Um, it it goes, it goes the gamut, I guess. It does. Fisher Poets is a real 
concentrated sort of a life experience with all with all this with 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 a lot of concerns that people are addressing. Um, so there's there there there's a frivolous you know everything's funny sort of Alaskan style, and then there's then then there's a more uh, heart um, dramatic uh, yeah just pure caring uh, with not so much frivolity. And I really like um, I think that the one poet Clements. Star Starks, is that his name? Starks. Starks. Yeah. Just the way he's described as working man's mm-hmm. poetry. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. It just um, that to me was that really just summed up the whole Fisher poets. Clem. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a real poet. Yeah, he has a few books out, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, he's a turn and phrase for sure. He does. So, and, and then there's a, you know, there's another man that I'm thinking of that, uh, that, that he, one of the reasons, uh, there's a people with an agenda here, uh, of course, and, and uh, his agenda for, to re- represent the working man. There's another guy that, that, that speaks to trying to bring in the general public to what the fisherman's experience might be, you know. I, that's where the food comes from, and it's a, such a universal um, uh, uh, classical sort of uh, way to make a living, you know. And uh, it's been going on for a long time. So, but it, that's his concern too: is that he just thinks it's a generally a good idea, or he thinks it's important to reach out and to try to make contact with the general public, the more general public, by way of having an interesting way to say things through his poetry. And, and uh, so people can make a connection to what he considers his, you know, livelihood and his brothers. And Yeah. Um, is there anybody that you're looking forward to listening to coming up? Well, I, yeah, there is. There's a, you know, there's, some, I'd like to mention too, that there's, a, there's some local talent here. And let me mention a few names. Uh, Dennis Spurl, of course, he's the one that's been going there and it influenced me to go there. There's Kerry Jones. He's been around here for, for, for years. He used to live here. He doesn't live here anymore, but he's a, he's a wonderful performer. He's, he has a, he does a whale song thing. Pretty much Wally McDonald, you might know Wally. Oh yeah, he he does a great job. A little shy about it these days, but and Bob Gudmundson, the Uppy Desire, he's a gill netter. He comes up here and he's parked in the harbor there. He's always at the Fisher Poets. At the, his ex Uppy Desire is his. And then there's there's Doug Rose uh, Rhodes down in Craig. He's a fisherman and an educator, I think. And he was I saw he described his stuff as a combination of between Dr. Seuss and Frank Zappa. <laughs> and of course there's people from Sitka and Juno and Cordova and the chain. Yeah. Alaska is well represented in these hundred or so people that are from all over the world and like that. So and, and there are there are a couple and I'll and and I re- the reason I mentioned these particular two and they're they're a little bit on uh different ends of the yardstick. 
Hobie Kiter, and he was uh, not a fisherman exactly. He worked for Salmon for All. He's in, he's 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 in, he's one of the older guys. He does. <laughs> he plays a banjo, and and, and uh, last year he wrote a song about uh, some horse seining that used to go on in the twenties, thirties down in the uh, down the Columbia River, and one of the horses ends up dying and. Uh, a big heroic story about how the horse actually saves the guy that is is uh, sort of running the show down there, the teamster. Oh wow! And I know it's kind of a simple, silly idea in a way, but he he crafts it into a song and plays it on the banjo in a uh, it's just a wonderful way. You know, he just he just creates a whole atmosphere. And then, of course, um, Laura, Mrs. Smith, Galvin, who you've also enjoyed i think oh is that the pirate lady that's the, the, yeah that's the queen of pirates oh sure yeah you have to check out her website so yeah. whatever they're doing they're, these people are overwhelmed with the ideas of connection and accomplishment and they just weave a spell that invites you to transport you to what they're to what they're doing and it's that feeling of being transported and and that participation that no matter what you're in the market for that experience you know whether whether you're going to the old horse center or whether you're you know, redoing a tragic tale from a uh, more modern day, it's uh, people like it and they come out for it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. So, do you have any anything you want to share with us that you that you've performed over the years? Funny you should ask. I just <laughs> happen to have my guitar right here, you know, and I could actually I think better with my guitar in my hand anyway. So, yeah, this is a song I'll sing in this song about uh, the South the Southeast Shrimp Beam Troll Association. There's lots of shrimp in Sumner Strait. Texture's good, the taste is great. Everyone's exact and perfect size. The boats, they come from miles around just to set their beam trawls down. Hold forth on the radio sound and wise. When I was young, had the time, bought a boat, called it mine. Funny how these things just come to be. Built a trawl, made a net, learned to fish, made a set. Now I am a member of the fleet. Wesley Kelton Shrimper, just to name a few. I have a Pinot provider and the tugboat Jerry, too. Rosie M and the Kodiak until the engine blew. Amanda J and the Bernie Say and the Charles W. Racing for that low tide set overboard with all the net. Watch it now, don't get it in the wheel. Turn her sharp and let her go. Grab the brake, release it slow. Don't you like the way that old wench feels? Towing from the rigging top, it's enough to make your stout heart stop. No mercy from the current and the tide. Better shorten up the wire. Bottom soft, just muck and mire. Now just sit right back, enjoy the ride. Wesley Kelton Shrimper, just to name a few. I have a Pinor provider and the tugboat Jerry, too. 
Rosie and Kodiak until the engine blew. Mandy J and the Bernie Say and the Charles W. Current coming round the bend. This here drag's about to end. Time to bring her up and bail her out. Trawl comes up along the side. I filled her up. I'm satisfied. Shrimpin' rules. It makes me want to shout. Wesley Kelton Shrimper, just to name a few. I'm a P-Nor provider and the tugboat Jerry, too. Rosie M. Kodiak until the engine blew. Mandy J. and the Bernie Say and the Charles Double. Very nice. <laughs> Up next, Alec is going to sing The Rousing Fisherman. The fisherman's life, it's so wearisome life. They toil from darkness till dawn. With a broken down boat and an old one-out skiff. Life and the future in the pond. Rain it does fall and the wind it does blow and the waves they get higher and higher with the crashing of the lines and the rolling of the boat only the lucky who retire but the next day you roll a jellyfish purse pinnacles you pray stay away are the fish when they're not in your net they waggle their tails and swim away unless you have charts and have been there before the islands they all look the same so make one more set and run before the storm to a small quiet cove with no name. At night in the rain in a stiff southeast squall, the channel looks much like a sound. There's rocks and there's shoals and there's pinnacles too. Sometimes the best run aground. But the next day you roll a jellyfish purse Pinnacles you pray stay away Where are the fish when they're not in your net They waggle their tails and swim away Go north and get rich, that's what I've heard it said You can walk across the fish to the shore from Alaska southeast up to Kodiak Bay, the fishing's a glittering lure. And when those fish, they run in your net, and you round haul 5,000 for shore, you laugh and you cry as the brailer comes down, know that you'll be home for shore. But the next day you roll a jellyfish purse, 
pinnacles you pray stay away where are the fish when they're not in your net they waggle their tails and swim away now that's a song that was written by dave bird i didn't write that song he's down from astoria Nobody wanted dad's old fish boat. Just fell into my hands one day. Brother, he was out sobered up. My father had just passed away. He worked like mad to save the old wood slab. Dad was up in the old boat yard. He wasn't ready when we took a fishing. Put expenses on the old bank card. Got ballast at the city I shoot and headed up the inside coast. Climbed a ladder to the top house station. At the wheel stood Daddy's ghost. He told me, West just outside of Sitka. The halibut fishing, it's a mighty fine. If you get your dead ass a moving, son, well, you might just get there just in time. Ready or not, boy, here she goes. Man, that boat, it was all messed up. Galley was a Coleman stove. Breakfast came in a coffee cup. Just got brother out of rehab. Just got daddy in the ground. Got to sit good just in time. Bet it all on this go round. Headed up the inside passage with a plan, gonna make it pay. Run steady with a big spring tide, stack on fire the whole damn way. Needed coffee, stopped in Sitka, all was ready, more or less. Scattered tubs of salted salmon, bags and flags, a righteous mess. My brother and a friend of his was out back baiting gear. I jury rigged the deck controls and let go from the ancient pier. Time was short, we just kept it moving all the way to the fishing grounds. We needed strength, speed, and courage cause we fed it all on this go-round. Ready or not, boy, here she goes. Man, that boat, it was all messed up. The galley was a Coleman stove. Breakfast came in a coffee cup. Just got brother out of rehab. Just got daddy in the ground. Got to sit good just in time. Bet it all on this go round. Set out all her worn out gear and had a breakfast while we let it soak. Ran back on a glassy swell, hauled the end up to the boat. On every hook there was a soaker, on a couple there were two or three. I never seen nobody work so hard, my brother and his friend and me. Just that one day we filled the boat with 30,000 pounds. Weather held, price it doubled as we motored from the grounds. We settled up and headed home. Now there's talk around that Sitka town. 
about the boat that was just in time. I bet it all on this go round. Ready or not, boy, here she go. Man, that boat it was all messed up. Galley was a Coleman stove. Breakfast came in a coffee cup. Just got brother out of rehab. Just got daddy in the ground. Got two seats good just in time. Bet it all on this go round. That was an original song written and performed by Alec McMurrin. And up next, he has selected one of his favorite poems to share with us. From the Fisher Poets Anthology, Anchored in Deep Water, this is Mending Holes by Patrick Dixon. I touched the past, even as it disappeared before me. I placed my hands upon the backs of ours, loaded heavy with gear, and pushed them down an elevated boardwalk toward oblivion. I mended holes in the days where the needle and twine swatted mosquitoes like seconds as the summer sped beneath me. I painted coats of present upon planks of history, then years later spent months of chainsaws cutting them into pieces and bulldozing them onto the beach where I lit the match that burned them to ashes. I even hoisted a beer in their honor. I've seen compasses lose direction and watched an entire fleet of seasons sink over the horizon. Seen sail give way to power, wood give way to glass. Species disappear under thick coats of oil and lifestyles vanish beneath politicians' dark coats. I pulled decades of tradition onto shore, put them on barrels and walked away, leaving them to decay. Winter storms weakened them, the summer sun bleached them, and I returned years later to feel them crumble between my fingers. What my eyes have forgotten, my hands remember. Cool, wet cotton gloves, stiff, rough manila line, and the cold chains of anchors covered in generations of mud. I lean into the cool plastic of this buoy like seconds into hours. It gives before resisting and reminds me that ebbing times with all the gear, work, and fish are like a boat on a set in a strong tide. From on board, all we see is the set. But from anywhere else, the boat and net grow smaller as they drift into the distance. Thanks a lot, Kari. Thank you, Alec. I'm excited. I am too. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. So coming up tonight, February 25th, 26th, and 27th, the Fisher Poets is online this year due to the pandemic. And anybody can check it out for free at fisherpoets.org. This has been Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. Thank you to Alec McMurrin for sharing his passion for poetry and song with us today. And thank you to KFSK and the Friends of Petersburg Libraries for making today's show possible. This show will be archived on the Petersburg Public Library's website at www.psglib.org.